I'm back, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Literally, I'm I'm just so happy to be here. It's been, I think, since maybe August. I think I don't know August, September since we've had an L2 podcast because it was, and I can't even say that I was busy because I was busy, but like I kind of I kind of went through like a, a time of like the, like three or four months to where I was like. I don't know what I'm doing, kind of like my path of like what my day to day is going to look like to where when I'm doing an L2 podcast for a live and learn, like I felt like I couldn't genuinely give you guys good information, good content without feeling like I was faking it, to be 100% honest with you guys. But now after the four to six months, holy shit, like <laughs> I've learned so much, met so many awesome people. And now so to, much has changed for you to, to where to, yeah, exactly to where I'm at a point to where like. You could, you know, when you can like feel success, but you don't feel the money. Like for me, it's like I don't feel the success of it, but I just feel like what I'm reaping after like seven years, and it's just like it's so cool because to this day, like you guys, like as I've been preaching, I haven't taken anything out of Be Active specifically. Like I always put the money back into my companies still to this day, and I only keep what I need for like rent and food, uh, fucking underwear. I don't know, but um, kind of backtracking, you guys. Um, I want to introduce to you one of our co-hosts, um, and also a guest too as well. Like, he doesn't know, but I'll probably have him on uh, the podcast with me here and there, just so I'm not fucking talking to myself 24 seven. Oh, that but sounds fantastic! <laughs> Thanks for the formal invitation. <laughs> exactly. This is Alex Headington uh, of the Headington Manor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll get more into detail of who he is and what he is to like the company and me personally. But I want to give you guys some information of what's happening in the last four to six months. And it's been wild. As you guys knew, um, or know, or known, I guess, um, I had a warehouse for about a year and a half, and it was off of Greenback. It had like seven or eight offices, 10 or 11 foot ceilings. It was, it was an office space. And for me, going to an office space, bumping into shit, like feeling so cramped, I was like, dude, I need to find a warehouse. And my sporadic ass is always just like looking on Facebook, looking on Craigslist, random shit. And um, literally about maybe a month and a half ago, I saw this ad, Lincoln, warehouse, everything, hit the dots, lines, everything. I was like, this is, this is my shit. I hit the guy up, nothing for about a week. And then I found out that he wasn't feeling good and then said, hey, we actually do have this place. Whether or not he wasn't feeling good or if somebody said, nah, I could care less because I was stoked as shit. And I was like, all right, cool. I had to talk to Megan. I had to talk to um, some people I would consolidate with and be like, hey, uh, this place is like 30, 35 minutes away, but there's a big butt, a nice, thick, big butt. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I'm just, it's been a long day. But anyways, um, it's really far. It's 35 minutes away, but they have everything we need. We have a place for the gym, the place for stock, roll-up doors, a front retail room, place for um, printing, everything you could possibly need, but it's 35 minutes away. That was a take back. For us, we didn't give a shit. And we're like, you know what? We want to get out of there so fast that we took the opportunity, wheel and dealed for a couple weeks, was able to get the place in, had like six, seven different friends help move a whole warehouse in one day, which was the most insane thing because even after that, the majority, I still had to go with Megan, my girlfriend, for four more days, 12-hour days, going back and forth from Lincoln to Orangeville. If you guys don't know the difference, that's like 30 minutes. It was crazy. So... In these four to six months, we were able to find a new warehouse. Also, um, Be Active is taking a different turn. We finally are 
getting along with premium activewear and more custom cut and sew. And what that means is like, hey, it's not just a t-shirt anymore. It's not just a pair of shorts you could just find or somebody could just print on. Mm-hmm. These are actual pieces made for Be Active that are going to be on par with like Nike, Adidas, and even higher end brands. And it's really cool because nowadays, or now nowadays, this this is a very saturated market. But what we plan on doing is trying to bring that creativity of the activewear, but also making it to where it's like that premium type style to where you, you're like, man, do I want Nike's new drop or do I want Be Active's new drops coming out? And when that happens, I'm going to be fucking stoked because when people have to choose between Nike and Be Active and then that's something, a thought in their back of their mind, that that's when I know that I made it. <laughs> I know that's going to be years, but we always talk about on this podcast to have those freaking goals. And like my goal is to shoot high, aim for the middle, hit there somewhat and then see if I can just keep progressing and progressing. So that's where we're at right now. New warehouse, new merchandise, six months in the making of all the designing and also just fucking waiting. You guys, like if you guys are doing cut and sew, holy shit, it's a headache just trying to wait for this. Yeah. Well, I I think what people don't know is just, (laughs) um, I think people thought be active with MIA for so long, but it, it really was just putting up new designs, coming up with new projects in the meantime, just making do with what you had and uh, trying to see where it went from there. But the quality of the stuff that's come has been like nothing else I've ever felt, completely custom blend. Um, it's, it's just these things are amazing. And the, the crazy thing is to you guys, like Reactive wasn't making shit because I wasn't promoting it. I, I didn't want to promote, I didn't have a passion anymore with the stuff I had because I was working so hard on all this custom stuff that's like, that that change and that transition was just so difficult to where I actually had to figure out a way of doing, making money. And then I was like, you know what? Let me build a printing company. So then I built Red Tag Collabs where I would print and do stuff for other athletes and other people and other brands and businesses. And that worked out really well. And then finally, like the biggest blessing of my life uh, at this moment for money. Sorry. If anybody else is hearing that's in my life, I'm not talking about like the f- actual like relational stip- ship type blessings, but like the money blessing. Uh, it was my cousin, my oh cousin, gosh. my cousin who I just met one time was like, "Hey, I need clothing for this idea we're starting to do, like a like an NFT clothing brand, but we want to be number one." I was like, "Shit, I got you." I fucking overpromised, committed to it, and after that first run, I was able to use the like that money and those in that specific mindset to be able to run be active better run red tag clouds better print t-shirts and just have just money to be able to do shit and the funny thing was i don't think i would have been able to do any of this if i didn't take a step back from be active and waiting for all those designs you know Mm -hmm. what i mean which is super crazy so those six months i've learned a lot like i've learned that I've learned and I've also heard that like millionaires and people that are like successful, they don't just focus on one specific income. There's like four or five different incomes. In my head, I'm like, why focus on one hundred thousand dollar business or some shit? I don't know what the fucking money it is. Or but then have like eight seventy thousand dollar businesses, or just like mm-hmm. split it to where you can have people manage all these different other businesses and still make money, and then be able to hire people. So then that mindset changed everything to where now I'm like, I can't believe I didn't do this five years ago. I can't believe I did this seven years ago. I'm 28 years old. I'm an old man. I'm decrepit. It, <laughs> it's, is that a word? That's a word, Crepid? right? Yeah, like, like you're... Like Cripp- the, you like mean crippled? Crippled? I don't know. Crippled, Whatever. I think, is the correct terminology. But anyways. Yeah, so that's what we've been doing, you guys, the last six months. It's been busy. It's been hectic. It's been crazy. But honestly, I live for shit like this. Like I said in every single podcast, I will never fuck with a nine-to-five. 
even though I'm in the office nine to six, which is almost like a nine to five, I can fucking leave if I want to leave. You know what I mean? I have the power. I have the mindset. I can do whatever I want in that period of time. Or I could just stay later, like which usually happens anyways. But that's be active, and those are all the businesses, and here we are now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm with I'm with my homie, who <laughs> like literally. I'll tell you guys a crazy story. Like this started off like like I wanted to tell you guys about Alex, but I just had to give you guys an update of my fucking life. But Alex was just like, this is the most unnatural way of meeting somebody, and I'll get to it about later, and then become an investor and a friend and roommate and everything. Like just everything all balled into like, one. Like like when you hear about it, you're like. How the fuck did that even happen? And I have like my idea of how this happened. Like in my, if I had to do like a short story version of it, it'd be like, uh, met Alex at the gym. He knew about Be Active. I picked up some shit. Then he was like, hey, I'm selling some stuff. Oh, that's really cool. Hey, I want to do something here. I want to be part of Be Active. And boom, here I now, four or five months later. But instead of me rambling on for the last 15 minutes, I'd rather have and I'd rather want. Uh, sorry, I'd rather hear Alex's side, and I would want you guys to like be in this moment with me as well, because I've actually never really heard the full story of how the fuck e- anything ever happened. So um, this podcast is strictly going to be three or four questions going back and forth between me and Alex, questions he has of me, questions I have of him, so then at least we can better understand like where like how this, is, how this how the all fuck started. this even started. You yeah. know what I mean? And like how we got to where we're at. Because if you look back. Like two months ago, back in August, when it was like I was just watching you walk into CalFit to pick up some clothing racks, I would never have thought that, you know, our relationship would just be like to what it is today, like even in our friendship. Yeah, which, which brings me to my first question. How did, how did you even know about Be Active? How did, it, how did you even know about me? Like, like how did that all start? Yeah, 100%. So um, at the time, I was working as a club supervisor at California Family Fitness, and my at the time girlfriend, you actually hit her up to do a photo shoot for the women's line. Um, and she was unable to do it, um, just cause I guess like she's got busy and then, um, I knew of the brand because of that. She was like talked about it and how she regretted never doing it. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and then one day, um, I get told from my boss that, Hey, someone's going to come pick up these clothing racks, set them aside. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, and this guy just walks up to the front. He's like, Hey, I'm here to pick up some clothing racks. And I see him decked out and his BXAV everything head to toe. I was tired as shit. That was a fucking zombie. Head to toe. Hat joggers jacket shirt whole nine yards so i'm like okay i know who this guy is and then um he's carrying these big clothing racks and his ego gets to him and he's like i fucked up my finger bro i asked him i was like i was like do you want help with those he's like no 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 i got it and he wobbles out (laughs) carrying just uh, just on his fingertips these clothes these wired clothing racks if you can imagine his fingers are just holding them up on the tips of his fingers um, and that was the last I saw of him for a few months until I transferred locations to the uh, Orangevale location off of Greenback. Uh, and then his girlfriend, who uh, had a membership or still has a membership with California Family Fitness, came in and wanted to use a guest pass. Um, and when he wrote down his name, I was like, oh, Paul. I was like, I don't know if you remember me, but. And we basically talked about how um, I was the guy with the clothing racks, you know, how I asked if he wanted help. And he's like, oh, I remember you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did I remember you, though? Yeah, you remembered me. Okay, good. You told I don't me, remember. You told me you remembered me. Maybe you were lying to be nice. But <laughs> hey, like I said, but I, um, I um, I waived the uh, the the guest fee because I didn't. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. I remember I waved it. And you're like, oh, thank you so much. I was like, no, 100. Don't worry about it. And I was like, well, I hope you guys have a good workout. Um, and I followed him on Instagram that night, and he had then posted that he had an office gym and he needed some equipment, and I had just recently bought a uh, full power rack and a whole set of five through fifty five pound dumbbells from Rogue. 
um, and a uh, you know the whole all the plates, the bench, the barbell, everything. I had the whole setup. Everything was completely you know completely nice, brand spanking new. And I told him I was like, yeah, you can have this stuff. And he was like, oh, he's like, cool, we'll work something out. Like, how much do you want? And I was like, I don't want anything. And I was like, I don't, I don't need anything. Like, you're a local business. You know, this is going to benefit you more than it benefit me. It's just sitting there. I have a gym membership. I work at a gym. Uh, I don't need this. Um, he was he was very, very shocked. I don't think he believed it till he came to my house to, like, take it <laughs> apart with me. Uh, and he met all my dogs because my dogs wouldn't shut up. Um, and then I helped him load it into the truck. And Brianna got there a little later. Um, and she was, like, helping us, like, load it into, into his, at the time, his Tacoma. And then he was like, hey, do you guys want to come help me set this up? And he's coming to the office. And I was like, yeah, no. I was like, that sounds great. So we drove over there. Um, and he accidentally texted me his home address. So he, <laughs> he leaked his home address to a complete stranger. And he's like, oh, he's like, don't go there. He's like, that's <laughs> my house. He's like, yeah, what the and fuck? And he was like, he's like, just head to here. And he texted me the address of the office. And we went in. And it was my first time being there. And him and Brianna, um, my at-the-time girlfriend, got to talking about how um, she wanted, like, you know, she was going to do a photo shoot. And he remembered her. And he was like, we we're talking about that and how, like, we should do a photo shoot sometime. And we're all like, yeah, yeah, that'd be so much fun. And then we started setting it up. And, um he was just super thankful and then i was like oh, i'm gonna buy some stuff like i'm gonna buy some stuff for her as well so we started buying some stuff and he tried to offer me a discount and from there i told him i was like no and i th- i think in that moment he's like it's so weird to have someone like i think what you said was it's so weird to have someone so generous and want nothing in return and i told him i was like i still do this i've known him for like six plus months now i still fucking don't know how how his brain works also you guys real quick before i forget here here here's the po- i found the post like yo I just saw your post. No, that's, that's, how, that's how I picture his head that he's like, what he's talking to me on there. But so he's funny. like, I have a full power rack with a pull up bar and built in weight rack with five pegs on each side for plates, so 10 total. A Ohio lifting bar, four position bench goes from decline to full upright, and two 25 pound plates and two 35 pound plates. You're more than welcome to have them if you're free if you want. I got them during COVID and built the whole thing because brand new and never used because gyms opened up like a week later. <laughs> I don't know why he thinks I that I talk like that. <laughs> he does. He I'm kind of insulted after like <laughs> hearing it in like my headset. Oh, also, I'm gonna call his ass out. He was. He said that he remembered me as like he knew that I wouldn't be active. He wrote, "Hey, bro, I just walked to the and came into the Calfit Orangevale at the front desk. Had zero clue you owned be active. Sick ass brand, dude. And you're a super humble dude. Keep up the good work, man." <laughs> oh, so maybe I didn't know that you owned be active at the time. <laughs> no, it's just funny though because it's like when uh. When he brought some things up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I was like, but did I remember that? And it's just like, it's funny that the relationship now is just like fucking, I see this dude every day, like, we go to the gym, like, and uh, amongst other things, like, it's just a good-ass friend. And, like, like when I mean humble, dude, I I don't understand it, like, not even just in my life, but, like, actually just, like, seeing what he's done to other people, too, like, his best friends, people around him, just people that he care he cares about, he money doesn't like mean really anything which is like for me it's like mm-hmm. i'll freaking strip naked for five dollars in a tootsie roll you know i just uh, it just doesn't <laughs> <laughs> make sense which is which is really refreshing to find people at the and, and how old are you now 19 he's 19 i would expect that from like a grown-ass man that's had like fucking like war scars or something who's just seen life and he's like he's starting life and he's actually in my opinion he's seen more life than a lot of you fuckers that are 19 sorry guys but i just i feel like this generation at 19 years old needs to see more shit touch grass and just hang out and not be stuck in a room playing video games even though i do that now at 28 but literally still. every night but still that's what we do i still do shit though we still do shit though. we still you know what I mean? we still get shit exactly. done so from moving on to 
the uh, weight sets, which wound up being like, hey, I got dumbbells too as well, and just fucking gave, gave and uh, I'm going to say donated to be active, the 45s, 20, because we still use them here, and they're like, I'm looking at them right now, I'm like, got some sexy-ass dumbbells, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> shit like that. He, he invested his time, some money, and like just also like just a belief to where like, hey, be active is going to grow, and I want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. But like in that time, it was only like a month, maybe maybe even two months since you've known me. Maybe. Like, what made you want to become that blind investor? No, that's such a good question. Um, I think it was just a combination of um, really watching all the work that came into it. Because when it first started, um, I immediately the day of, I told him when he was uh, bagging up my order from when I bought the shirts, and he like offered me the discount. I turned him down. Um, I asked him, like, how he did it all, and he told me, like, oh, I do it all myself. Like, you know, if you ever want to come by and help me uh, bag shirts, just let me know. And I was like, yeah, 100%. So I came by one day, like, after my shift at work um, or, like, on my lunch break or something for, like, an hour, uh, and I helped him bag up some orders, and he showed me the whole process, how he did anything, like, the behind the scenes. And it's it's weird because with a lot of brands, you just buy off of a website or you buy at a store, and you really don't know what goes into it, like, the the amount of emotion and passion that really goes into creating something that you're really passionate about. Um, and so I saw that and I was like, Oh, I want something to, I want to be able to contribute to something that I believe in. And that's something I think will go far because be active. doesn't have all of the, you know, the fancy new toys or all the, um, you know, the million dollar investors. I drive an 06 Mustang with a ripped seats and that shit barely gets me to town. Anyways, continue. <laughs> it doesn't have <laughs> all those things that Nike and, you know, um, Lululemon and you know other really large brands have but it has the passion it has the drive I see the vision and it was something I wanted to be a part of and so I think from there um, after that day I just knew I was like okay this is something I I gotta get in on I gotta talk to Paul right now like what can I do and I think I think that day we started I asked like the hypothetical question of like oh so you know like what would it take to like be a part of this and he's like oh well you know this this and this and we kind of started like chatting like behind the scenes about it little by little yeah, <laughs> little by little turned into like me six, seven months later being like, how the fuck? I still don't understand this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's cool now because it's crazy that to say and see people that was generous, that wants to invest, be a, be a part of a brand, but also become your friend, become like also like we became roommates. Like, like we're roommates, yeah. we're friends, we gym invest, partners. gym partners and all that stuff. And it, it's kind of crazy because you think about it as like, is that too much? Is, is shit going to like clash? I haven't clashed in one time. If we did, which we, is, which we, is a great segue into one of my questions when you're done. Oh, exciting. I mean, it, even if we got in a fight, I feel like we'd like dust each other off. Fucking here, here's some, here's a bandaid for your bitch ass and like get on with our life. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's that dynamic is what we have. And like to be, it's funny cause I'm 19 or I'm 19. I fucking <laughs> look like I'm 19. Sorry. I look like I'm 19. No, he's 19. I'm 28, but we have like a very similar mindset. So I'm just jealous because he has nine years behind me. And by the time he's my age, he'll be fucking like, insane mm-hmm. in every aspect which is so cool uh which makes me like kind of look back into my life thinking like man i wish i fucking had it together but you know what can't do in the past but i could see it in the future of people and entrepreneurs that want to like do stuff with their life and be better than just a regular nine to five so it's awesome but yeah you had a question right yeah no i did and for any future entrepreneurs who really want to get into it i I really highly suggest that you go to any brand, any local brand that you believe in, and just ask to shadow them. Just ask to see like how it gets done, the behind the scenes, because then that it sparks a whole bunch of other questions and a whole bunch of other interests. But that's a whole other conversation. Uh, one of my first questions was, do you think that being gym partners, roommates, business partners, 
and hanging out in general, whether it's playing video games or going to church, has bettered our relationship or made it worse? Here's my thing. It made it better, but it also made it to where it's like, if I if I see you less, I begin to wonder, like, is everything good? You know what I mean? That's, it's kind of a weird dynamic. Like, if you see only sp- someone specific for, like, business endeavors, then it's business endeavors. But for me, like, mm-hmm. I see Alex as more than just a business endeavor or an investor. I see him as a friend. And, like, it's hard to get in my circle, honestly. Like, I'm friendly with everyone, but I'm not friends with everyone. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I have I have a lot of people that I, I talk to. I'm close. Like, I'm not sorry, I'm not close with. But I don't have a lot of people I'm close with. You know what I mean? So then to be able to balance the work with the friendship – that's something that honestly Alex has taught me too because I need to balance hanging out with Alex, doing business, but then also like paying attention to my girlfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. like stuff like that. So it was it became this thing to where it's like, hey, like now I'm like on my own learning all these different things. Like I'm literally living and learning. You know what I mean? So for me though, I think it's awesome because to be able to be roommates and then to be able to be gym partners and friends and hang out, it shows me where our business would go and will go in the future because mm-hmm. when you're with when you see somebody that much you actually know their actual personality you know what i mean you can't say that much about a lot of uh, business investors you know what i mean like they could probably be like all right here's some certain amount of x money but i'm gonna go home do some fucking coke or i'm addicted to fucking heroin or just some crazy shit like that and like you wouldn't want to be a part of that person's life you know what i mean but for me it's just like I was able to see that, hey, yes, you can have a business life, you can have a personal life, you can be friends with your business partners and all that stuff too because at the end of the day, if it is a dynamic that works, it'll work. But, for example, though, Alex, like, if it didn't work, then we probably wouldn't be talking. You know what I mean? Like, it would probably been no, game 100%. over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you've been like, well, fuck, like, it didn't work. We just invested to be active and now, like, there's a bad taste in my mouth. Like, it could have totally went and tanked. No, 100%. You know because I mean? back, in, back in December when you were looking for a roommate, I asked originally, like, yeah, hey. Yeah, I remember. Could um could I be that roommate? And then you hit me with I don't know. It just th- we think it'd be too much, you know. But like, I'll, I'll, I'll think it. Yeah. I'll think it over. I don't want to ruin our friendship. And I was like, no, hundred percent. I was like, just let me know. And then he got back to me like three weeks later, and he randomly texted me one night. He's like, hey, if you want to be that roommate, move in ASAP. Megan and I talked it over. We'd love to have you. We think you're a cool dude. Um, and then the rest is just history. But I think that um being around Paul and Megan and our other roommates, um has really kind of taken me outside of my shell um, because I have, I think I've grown so much in these past six months. Just like this, um, this is personal growth, this journey in general with a whole bunch of ups and downs and lefts and rights. Um, And Paul's really kind of been, you know, my metaphorical spirit guide to kind of, no, I'm just a big bro. It's no, he really is. (laughs) He really has developed into like this big brother kind of figure um, and gives me big brother advice on just everything from relationships just to my work ethic. And, you know, uh, the gym and even, you know, religion, spirituality, like all these different things. Um, he really has just bettered me as a person. So I'm super thankful. And I think that if it was, I think if it, if it was too much, we would have known very early on. And that's the good thing. Cause if it was, if it wound up being too much, it would have gotten weird and then we wouldn't even be where we're at. But then now like it's six months later, like sure we'll have our ups and downs and shit, but like, it's like we can actually talk as business partners, but then also be like, Hey, fuck, we do want to get some food afterwards. You know what no, I mean? Exactly. I think, I think it's so cool. And then I don't think there's a lot of, um, friends that can do both at one time and, and be a part, be a part of something because, yeah, I, we all get it. It's, it could be too much, you know what I mean. But at the same time, in my head, I'm like, I'll know if it's too much, and I'll, I'll be down to risk. You know what I mean. And here we yeah. are now, so like, we'll see how it goes. But for now, it's, it's fucking. Amazing. It's going great so far. I I, I, cool. I always tell all my friends like they're always like, "Do you and Paul argue?" And I'm like, 
Paul and I actually, funny to think about it, we haven't had a single argument. This motherfucker feeds my girlfriend and I's dog and just texts us randomly because he she he knows the the fucking cycle of when we feed our dog at six o'clock. It's just if if I'm not if we're not home by six thirty, the dog's fed. I'm like, what the fuck? Like that's some cool shit. <laughs> I mean, no, really, it's I, like it's just things. It's, like, what it's, the, fuck? it's, it's the, the little things. things the literal make, little things. It's so it's funny. literally it's the little things for anyone out there who just wants to help out a friend or you know a family member or just a roommate or you know, someone they're in a relationship with. It's the, it's really is the small things that you know that they already have a lot on their plate and they don't have time for. And it takes five seconds. Like when I walk in, play with the dog for a bit, take him on a walk, feed him. That's all it takes. The walks, he, he, that fucker needs the walks. He's so that, like anytime you do the walks like that, that was cool. Cause I'm like, dude, fake you. It's fucking, I, this, this fucker, he's like, he, he wants to, uh, mind his own P's and Q's with us so much. It was like, Hey bro, I just want to let you know, like, is it cool if I take your dog out for a walk? <laughs> like, I, why I, are you asking? I texted me? no, I I, I didn't, I didn't ask, ask, I didn't ask so him so beforehand. I I texted him or I called him and I was like, hey, just want to let you know, I don't want to overstep my boundaries. Yeah, but, I like, what? but I took the dog on a walk. I just want to let you know. I think that's so that's fucking funny. But that that ma- that goes to show me how much I could trust this dude with my financials and my personal life because of just the way he thinks. There's never a sugar coated secret moment. Like I'll fucking know anything he does because he'll tell me. No, hundred percent. I I like to be very open about my faults and like you know, um, just everything in general, and just kind of let him know, be complete complete transparency about what's going on. So, yeah, you will know hundred percent if something's up. Speaking of complete transparency, yep. We're not gonna get into details on this next question, Mm -hmm. but if I had to just, if I had to say something, basically, Alex is in a position right now where he doesn't have to work. And he can be a lazy piece of shit mm-hmm. if he wants to. My question is, having that power, having that initiative, like what what makes you want to work when you don't need to? Well, that's a great question. And it kind of it goes back really far, um, I think. And it goes back to that kind of like previous statement I made about growth in the past six months. It goes further back than six months, really, to like, you know, back towards like the beginning of high school. Um, and I made this statement that oh, I'm just never I'm never going to work. Like, I'm just, it's not for me. You made that statement before? I'm never going to work. Oh, yeah. You were probably a spoiled-ass bitch back in the day, huh? I, I just, I made, I made the <laughs> statement. I was like, I wasn't going to work. You know, fuck school. Nothing matters. I yeah. was, you know, I was really heavily addicted to a lot of drugs and alcohol. Um, Just didn't care about, you know, relationships, who I hurt, anything like that. And I met a lot of really good people along the way who accepted me for who I was, but l- could look past that to who I could be. Um, and they kind of guided me down the path of, you know, the value of hard work and the value of making a name for yourself more than the one that's already given to you and really kind of pushing yourself past your limits and knowing that there is there's a lot of glory in, you know, gratification um, in being able to know that everything you have isn't because of someone else and it isn't because of things people have done for you. It's because of how hard you worked when no one else was watching. Um, and I think that was the real big, um, big turning point for me of knowing that like, okay, this is something that maybe like as soon as I got out of high school, I was like, okay, no, I do want to work. I do want to like just grind. And I, I've watched people who grind. Um, I have a friend who goes to, um, CSU and, and she's in her law pro she's in their law program and uh, she just grinds she just grinds all the time works a full full nine to five 40 hours a week and does you know overloads herself on school and one of my buddies Quentin you know he has a he's my assistant actually at work 
Um, but he grinds himself in work and he's creating a life for um, himself and his girlfriend who just also grinds. It's all these people that I've known who are just outside of their work ethic, just such great people that I aspire to be like. And I can look at them and be like, okay, this is someone I look up to. Like even looking up to you and like your business of like seeing how hard you grind. And that comes, it's, that's, that's the base of this whole conversation is just how hard you grind. I feel like it's like, if you still had that mentality in high school, you'd like be left in the dust and you'd almost feel like left out. No, a hundred percent. I'm kind of, um, my high school experience, funny enough, I was, um, I really did just focus on just athletics and, uh, partying and friends and socializing. Um, so it was the best for it was the best four years of my life. It was fantastic. It's something you didn't want to take back, but you know what I mean? But at the same time, uh, I was a senior who wasn't allowed to walk. I didn't go to my senior ball. I did not go to junior prom. Um, and I wasn't in the yearbook. I'm still not because I was not scheduled to graduate. And I was supposed to do summer school, and then I didn't make enough credits, and I had to go to do this after program. And then by, you know, just the grace of God. Because you, you passed? No, by the grace of God, 20 students in all of California were gifted a diploma by the state of California for their high school. And you were one of because them? Of, because of COVID, and I was driving home from work. Actually, I was driving home from my, uh, at the time, girlfriend's house, and... Uh, I was just driving home and I was, I was about to pull into my house and I got a, I got a call from my high school counselor who always usually calls to check up on me. So I thought that's what it was. And she told me, she's like, sweetie, I just want to let you know. And she told me the state of California has recognized 20 students who didn't graduate because of COVID. So they're giving them diplomas. She's like, and I double checked the list and you were number 20. And I broke down crying, just crying, knowing that this is my second chance. Your second fucking chance. This is my second chance. This is where I can do it all right from here on out and just this is where I can really put in the work and I can show people that the persona that I made for myself isn't who I want to be and that it was, you know, and that I can be so much more than this asshole spoiled kid who was, you know, a druggie in high school that I can really like push myself past my limits that I think were possible and past the expectations people have for me and make more of myself. That's crazy. So, so basically if you went on this path of just not working, not giving a fuck, you would, you'd be set, but your mindset would be completely different. No, a hundred percent. That's crazy, dude. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you were the one in twenty students. Yep. You might have told me that, but I'm just like I'm a fucking stupid goldfish. I don't fucking know. And I'm like I'm I think I have. I think I have told you, but like we talk about so much on that. It day. just doesn't make sense. But then now when you said it here, I'm like it's clearly in my ears. It's obviously. in your ears, I'm like, literally. Holy shit! Twenty. There's millions of people in California, and you were yep. twenty of twenty. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was number twenty on the list, That's which is it, and it makes you. It really makes you have to appreciate how good you have it in life because that diploma does a lot less for me than what it would do for a lot of other kids kids, and a lot of other people. So at the same time, you have to realize that, hey, you were given this opportunity. Don't waste it. Make the most out of it. That's insane. And give back. Make sure you're giving back constantly. So... You, you with like whatever's happening going into your life, you're, you're giving back, obviously. Yep. You, you're set if you want to be set, but you're still working like how many hours a week at um, your job as a manager? This, well, I'm a manager at West Marine Rockland, uh, and it's a boating parts store. And my first week, I worked, my first training week, I was out of town. I worked 49, so it wasn't a lot, it's just nine hours over. It wasn't a lot. Forty nine. That's still. That's like that's fifteen that's hours more than the average person works. That's not, well, forty hours, so nine hours over. But how many people work forty hours? Yeah, and so then my next week was fifty, and then it turned into fifty six, and this last week I did was fifty nine, 
and this week I'm scheduled for another 62. Jeez. See, that's crazy. So, like, if that takes, like, some fucking mental fortitude right there to be able to not have to work but then work that much because you know that you, like, God's giving you a second chance. And I think that is so, that's so fucking cool. And that just, that that shows, like, your morale and that shows, like, how you want to live your life. Well, I'm not even doing it. I'm not even, you know, working this much for myself. It really is because when I came into that position uh, to be a manager and I got the opportunity, they let me know that this store has been for the past two years the very bottom of the district and it doesn't have good numbers and it only has two two people who are staffed and I'm going to need to hire more staff. I'm going to need to build a team. And so all these hours I'm working is to make sure my store can get taken to the next level because every single week that I've worked these hours, we've broken our sales goals. We've broken our membership goals. We've broken all the goals we've set. And so I'm trying to lead and set examples and be like, hey, you guys put this in. This is what we'll get out, and we'll reap the rewards of you know our hard work. That's so. And I think I think so, so far that the the team and staff I'm building are really like jumping on board, and they're you know drinking the Kool Aid. They're really yeah. kind of like getting down with what I'm like throwing out there, and it's it's so far been very successful. That's awesome, dude. That, see, see, it's like literally like your actions can change and perceive one thing or the other, and it just happened to be like your actions and what you believe in and how how much you wanted to push that goal because you heard that. Hey, I don't want to be a manager on the lowest store. Exactly. I'm gonna be the manager in the highest store. Exactly. You know what I mean? And let me see what I can do about it. You yep. know, and look at you now. You're like, you're number one on a lot of different, um, on records and all that stuff. Like, especially in the Rockland area, which I think is just, which is just so fucking cool. So, before I say my last question, do you have any other? Do you have like another question? No, one hundred percent. I actually have. I have a lot of questions, but it's been it's been so many side conversations. <laughs> um, and this might be a little. A little too spiritual for some, but it's a real—it's a genuine question that I have, and I, this whole podcast thing is about being super real. Um, so before I really met Paul um, and moved in with Paul, and I really got to know him from that aspect, um, I'd only known about Christianity and religion through um, previous relationships I was in and how devoted she was to Christ. Um, but I was at a really rough point in my life. And Paul suggested one day, like, hey, do you want to come to church with me? You know, and this is how it helps me. And I think this is how it help you. So my question is, is what kind of drove you to push me towards Christianity and include me in your your weekly worship, you know, at the church that we go to? It's funny because you're not the first person I've asked to go to church mm-hmm. and then just seen such a change. Like for me, it's like end of the day, the world is just kind of like a middle ground to what like your life is actually meant to be like in the Christian faith. Like it's a fellowship with God. You're following the Lord and you're having faith that somebody you might never see on this earth can't hear or touch or smell or anything. You're trusting this person with your whole life. You know what I mean? For me, like I've seen some miracles happen and I've, I've also prayed and nothing's really happened. But for me, it's like this faith that I have is strong enough to where it's like, Hey, like I believe that there is somebody else taking care of me because at the end of the day, I can't take care of myself. So in this world, like, why would I want to put my trust, my faith, my focus solely on me when I know that there's a God out there that can provide, take care of, take care of me and then loves me unconditionally. hundred percent. And for me, to be honest, Alex, like I could kind of tell you weren't in a good place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, and I just have this, like, I know I'm not a good place radar. I, I, I don't know why, like not in a mean way, but it's just like for me, when I can feel like I can do something, I'm not going to be that person, like, there's a lot of people, like, hey, let me just cheer you up, let's go do this, get a beer, like, that's the thing, but, like, in my faith, it's, like, what's something that can really just get you out of the dumps and just, like, make you feel whole and make you feel better, like, 
I always put my trust in God. And mm-hmm. for me to be like, hey, let me just suggest something. I'm not going to be anybody to ever, anybody listening to this podcast that is atheist, non-believer, whatever. Like, I'm not going to push you guys to believe in what I believe. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to throw a line and see if, he, see if he snags it. I'm just going to throw it out there. If he doesn't want it, it's cool. But if I can reel him in to like what my beliefs are and stuff like that, that's awesome. Because I truly believe like without God, I'd be nothing. I wouldn't have anything mm-hmm. that I've been able to do. And I wouldn't have any focus or drive, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, I was like, yeah, let's go let's go out. And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, I don't really know too much. But I was like, dude, like the Bayside, super cool. I was like, oh, I heard about it. And to find out that you've actually went to a Bayside church before, like as a kid. Funny enough, yeah. yeah. I, d- I didn't know about it. I found that out this week, yeah. actually. But then it's just that initiative. Like, especially, like, this can be anything other than just, like, spiritual. Like, you take the initiative with somebody that you either see is in need or just, like, is is yearning for something more, you know what I mean? And for me, it's just like, I always put my faith in God. And it's like, if I could feel good when I'm feeling at my lowest by praying and then going to church and just like having that faith, like, I'm sure that can impact Alex too. Yeah. And then he went, and me, it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's kind of different. Like, it's something, it's something that you were kind of familiar with, but you just didn't really know. And that turned into like, the crazy part is it went from me taking him to church to him telling me to go to church and don't be lazy, which was so cool because, like, I'll have those times that I, I always, I, I firmly believe in going to church, but then, like, you know, I backslide and, like, I got busy 12-hour days, this and this. I'm just, like, finding every way to, like, be able to relax. It's like, nah, like, go to church. Like, you told me, I told you. I was like, you know what? You're not wrong. And now it's just, like, my girlfriend goes with me. She's, she's like, learning to uh, see what we see kind of a thing. And it, it's just so cool because you can impact one person, impact the next person, impact the next exactly. person. Exactly. And in our faith, if one person turns their life to Christ and every man's a new creation, like that's that's what our purpose really is in this earth. Like mm-hmm. being able to be successful, being able to like to live, to have a warehouse, to have a job and all that stuff. That's like, that's all extra credit. Like that's all like extracurricular exactly. stuff to it. You know what I mean? Like I won't, which is sad. Like I need to be better at this. I won't promote it and push it so much. But if somebody asks me, I'll tell you straight up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm definitely gonna live my life. Not just in the church. I'm gonna live my life how I want to live it. But mm-hmm. I put my faith in that. And like, why not put um, Alex's faith in God too? And just just test it out and see how he goes. And literally right now, like, what is it? Like a couple months later now, like you yeah, have a new perspective. Co- I, couple I hope months. you feel better. Like I hope. I hope your no. I life's feel. Changed in I a little, feel fantastic. In a bit. I think at the time when Paul noticed everything needed me to pick pick me up, I was going through a lot of. Um, I was going through a breakup. A lot of stuff with my family. You know, moving out was hard. Not having a job was hard. I felt like I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, a lot of just self-pity. Uh, I have really bad body dysmorphia, just anxiety, depression, super open about my mental health. It was just getting really bad. And the the good thing about, you know, being a roommate and a business partner and, you know, a gym partner with your best friend and one of your best friends is that they know. And they always know because you t- either they you tell them or they can pick up on it. And so it's now been uh, a few months and, you know, my life isn't perfect, but it's going so much smoother. And, you know, a lot of that is just thanks to God. All of it really is thanks to God. And before I forget, would you consider yourself two or three months ago like an atheist, somebody that doesn't believe? 100%. So it, okay. Oh, let me refer. I wouldn't say that I was and I would I would sit there um, because um, the person I was in a relationship with was super like I like I touched on was super. Christian so she kind of tried to explain it to me but I was just really doubtful because I would I would sit there and I'd kind of be like well that doesn't make much sense like well if this is the case then why is this the case and like if God's real then why does this happen exactly and, and that's, that's everybody's 
like mentality it's when you don't this, have it, when you're not in the space. It's so and so now it's so funny because one of the lessons that we just got done touching on in Corinthians at Bayside was um, you know, for me being at such that low point and really being saved by religion, if I can be saved, anyone can be saved. And that's the whole that's the beauty of Christianity. That's the beauty of Jesus Christ and God is that if I can be saved at that low point in my life, then anyone can. Exactly. And and that's that's the cool part too as well. Like when people are like, ooh, like we'll try to like give you something, like, don't knock until you try it. Like, well shit, don't knock until you try it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and I will never push anybody in, but I will always offer. I hey, you want to come with? You want to come? Okay, cool. No, you don't want to just come with? You want to come with? Cool. No, like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll come one time. And then, like, here we are now. You know what I mean? Every freaking Sunday. I love no, it. No, we go every Sunday. And I literally, I was literally, I texted Paul randomly at like two in the morning. I was like, hey, what are the, what's that one Bible you said I should get? And you said the other one? And he's like, oh, this and this. And I was like, okay, cool. And I ordered them. I was like, great. Because that's, 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 that's I want to have a new Bible. And it's like, it's so, it's, oh, gosh. It really is just to have such a good, and I don't mean to inflate his ego anymore, but to have such a good friend I don't have Paul, an ego. <laughs> to, have, to have such a good <laughs> friend as Paul really is just, it's a game changer, man. It really does just kind of, everything kind of falls into place when you have good people in your life. And I'm such a firm believer in that. And that's just not just with me or Alex or anybody that we're in contact. That's like literally in your own life too. Well, you find, you find the people that you can trust and the people that you can like vibe with like spiritually and like realistically, like in your daily life. Like that's, that's what's going to help you succeed too as well. Like I couldn't have built this business without without meeting people in my life anyways you know what i mean so it just kind of goes to show you like everything works out the way it's supposed to it's supposed to exactly because it it only takes it only takes one person it takes one person to believe in you yeah but imagine having four or five exactly it takes it but it takes that one it takes that one to start the process and to really get you to question yourself and push yourself out of your limits and then you have all these great people who just fall into place perfectly in life and it's it's fantastic you know it's crazy like we could talk more. But we'll probably have to do a part two, honestly. hundred percent. We, we're almost at an hour, and um, I know he has more questions for me, but I don't want to fucking talk about myself anymore. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to know about Alex, and I want to know. I want people that are guests on this show to know that if you're a guest on the show, these are some of the questions that I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. And like my favorite part, my favorite favorite part of this show is after or podcast is after like getting to know the person, like how we went back and forth these questions and stuff like that is to to real just like really just sit down and then just like set goals like whether they be like lower or higher or just absolutely ludicrous like the way you you do is you set goals is like you push yourself to be to set that goal a little bit higher than you would normally think like for example you're like man I really really want a Tesla in 6 months if you shoot for a Tesla and then get like something lower it's because like you set the tesla as your ultimate goal for that moment and then you get something lower but if you're like dude i want a fucking i want a lamborghini but then you hit that tesla because like you you're fight you were working so hard to get to the lamborghini but you're able to get a tesla it's because you were pushing yourself so much more because of the value and what you can try to do to get there and strive to get there to where you got something to where you probably wouldn't have hit if you had such a lower goal so mm-hmm. for me I'm going to ask Alex his six-month, one-year, three-year, and five-year goal. And like I said, it can be fucking ludicrous. And with you, everything's fucking ludicrous. So it does, <laughs> it does, I don't even really know. But for oh me, it's just boy. like I just I just want to know. And like briefly, too, as well, like if each each topic, maybe about a minute, minute and a half max. No, 100%. Like with your six-month, one-year, three-year, and five-year. Yeah, so I'd say six months from now, uh, I want to see 
the you know like I talked about getting a new job I want to see that at the top of the district I want to see that taken as far as it can be but also um, I want the little secret project we've been working on I want that brought to the fucking light. me too I man. want that me brought to the light because it's been it has been a lot of talk behind the scenes and a lot of I hit him up by the way and he said he's gonna get back to me which Ooh. is really cool I actually was able to talk to him and, oh, I, was like, I felt like a first date so <laughs> uh, but I want to see that brought to the light and then me a too. year from now um, I want to see, I want to see that project that shall not be named, collaborating with BX and merged. I want to oh, see that be so sick. all as one beautiful love child. Um, and I just, gosh, I have so many, so many big aspirations for. I want to see all my friends taken care of. Uh, I would love to be back in school, and really? actually, yes. Funny enough, I uh, really when we were at we were at Bayside this last service, and they talked about. Um, going to thrive college i was very interested oh shit i took home that that pan- that little that little pamphlet with me and i put it on my desk and i've just been looking at it every night you know, the thing is like when you said go back to school you wouldn't go back to school but thrive is a little bit different mm-hmm. but it is still considered school no 100 percent. it totally but is that's cool because you get you can you still, still you it. can still develop a better relationship with god which is something i'm super interested in now for anyone who listens after i post this on my story who knew me growing up is like wow what the hell what is happening <laughs> i love it um but yeah no i'm super interested but i can i can have the opportunity to do that and get college credits what that sounds awesome um but we'll see we'll see that's that is it's a goal um but i also want with that i want to be at the closer to my dream physique anyone who you know follows me on social media or knows me um fitness is a very very huge part of both paul and i's lives um and especially mine. So I want to be closer and closer to the physique that I that I'm, tru- I'm truly chasing. I'd say that's part of my one. Oh, there you and go. Then, yeah. That's, see, I, that's a high expectation. going to happen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> this man is upset that I have stronger biceps than him now. <sighs> he's 19, and in one year he's going to be fucking. Uh, we'll see. Nah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, just how it's how much hard work you put in is what you get out. Sure, it's about driving. But it's about power. exactly. Um, three years from now. Um. Three years from now, I hope to have started started the process of owning my own gym. That's tight. That'd be great. I think owning my own gym and to be able to like you know drop little bits of BX and drop little bits of the other company. Little in snippets there. here and there. Yeah, little things. It's like um, sugar coated, sprinkled on there. And to really give back to the community in a way through fitness, I feel like it's the most the most powerful thing I could do. Um, just because I've for all the the goals of mine as like as a child and like going through like you know, um my childhood and like growing up into my adulthood and my manhood um i've wanted to follow something that makes me want to give back to people i care about and give back to my friends and my family and the ones i love and to the community and just to help people and i think fitness is a great way to do that um so probably that's my three-year and then my five-year goal gosh it's so hard to look at five years in the future i hope to be i hope to be you know just have more self-love to work past all the you know the the stress and anxiety that I'm kind of currently going through and s- trying to navigate. Um, I want to have a golden retriever. That's a five year. Oh, but okay, but I want to have like a grown golden retriever. You know, like because I have to get a puppy soon. So like to have like a bigger golden retriever. Oh, by like five like years. It, like that's a fucking golden retriever. Like I mean, that is that man is set. He can do whatever he wants. I look at him, and he obeys me. Exactly. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. like that's that is a well trained golden retriever. Uh, I want to be in a very happy relationship. I. I think that that's a great five-year goal. Um, and healthy. Healthy. Happy, healthy. Healthy, healthy, healthy. 
And, you know, not even that is talking about hinting at someone else being healthy, but me being healthy and me recognizing my faults and working on myself um, before I expect others to work on themselves. Because everything's a learning experience. Exactly. And that's that's what's great about this podcast is you get to talk about all of your learning experiences. And if my girlfriend's listening to this, God, I love her so much. And honestly, like... Like we're fucking we're bagels. You should you should see us. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, we also have a TikTok together, Paul and Megan. Anyways, continue, Alex. Yeah, and if my girlfriend's listening to this, I don't know where you are yet, but <laughs> how you doing? Uh, let us know if you want to do a photo shoot with BX. We'll get you in. Also, I love Jesus. Let's go to Bayside. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and work out sometime, let me know. Um, but uh, awesome. I'd say like my big five year is, I think to retouch on on this podcast right now and to listen back with Paul. And to have some more sit-down business conversations, I think. Because I think in five years, we'll have our company figured out. You'll have yours. I'll have mine. But to make another one, I think in five years, is going to be... Yeah, you know what's funny? When, when I was thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, like clothing company. Like, this will be really quick. This is seven years in the making. So when he says five years and then the company is going to be doing well, like, in your head, you're like, dude, that's taking a fucking long time. Nah, not if you're doing it right. Like, which is like, which is, which is honestly, five years is nothing at the end of the day. If you do everything right and don't cut corners, um, and it's it's so it's this is why I love sitting down and talking. I was so excited to do this because I get to, as I've said, watch from Paul. I know the things that Paul has been like. Oh, I did this wrong, and now I get to watch him do it right and see how much more smooth things have run recently. And if you and if you do the same shit I did when I literally specifically said on these podcasts, and you've seen it in person. Then you fucked up. You know what I mean? That's on you. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like at least I didn't have somebody to where I could have been like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least now, at least anything that I do, it can reflect on what you do, so you know not to do that shit. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Which is awesome. Yeah. But yeah, you guys, like I said, we're gonna do a part two because like I could talk to this dude for fucking hours because just so many hours different hours. things that we've done in the last six months to like grow the brands. Like literally, there's the specific brand we're gonna be doing: Be Active, Red Tech Labs, Metaverse HQ. Like, just life in general, like, it's just awesome. It's just almost overwhelming. So, mm-hmm. for the Welcome Back Motherfucker podcast episode, this is, I'm going to drop this again as episode one or like unit 001 because that's what the joggers units number are. Go buy them online. BXCV.shop. It's <laughs> kidding. But literally, look, I want to drop this as like episode one. I'm going to reestablish L2. I want to be more consistent with it because. I was I was so stoked to have a podcast and I just haven't been on for six months. As the new partial co-host, I will hold him accountable. Exactly. Watch. You know what's funny too as well? Like if you guys go back to my old, old, old podcast, it'll be like, what's up you guys? Welcome to uh, the Be Active podcast. Welcome to this podcast. And then and so you know how like well-mannered and just like, what a good looking gentleman like Alex sounds right now. Towards the, the end of these podcasts, you're just going to be like, What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, no, you'll, 100%. You'll, you'll, you'll see. You'll, you'll see, see the me. You'll see me like come out of my shell because right now I'm just like treating this as if like it's a business thing, and I'm like trying to hold myself like I can make little jokes here with Paul and I can give him funny faces, but eventually I'll realize my audience and I'll be able to. Yeah, and it's not just realize your audience is like. It's called a podcast voice, bro, for a reason. Yeah. And when people say, do you have your podcast voice? I don't know what fucking means. And when I had my first podcast with Zay, like, well, Rose was like, what's up, you guys? Like, how you doing? Like, I just want to tell you, like, this and this and this and this. And I'm moving my ear thing around, like, just bumping it. Is anybody in here? Like, all that stuff. People were like, what yeah. the fuck am I no, listening 100%. to? To now, it's like, I can give two fucks, like, how I sound or what I do. Like, this this was all ad lib. Like, we didn't do shit. We didn't nope, plan anything. Did I was not like, plan any of this. I, like, we did, we did a quick three test questions. Run. Yep. 
And then we're going to go like that. And I just already knew that my brain's like a squirrel. It's going to go left, right. There's a nut right there. There's a nut looking at me. There's a nut sitting on that chair. You know what I mean? Like all that shit. And then it goes to the topic and the points though still to where now it's just like as a as a person that has a podcast, like this just just for fun. Like No, 100%. It's just it's, like, it's to have a good time and to... Audio to diary. To t- exactly. A great audio, audio diary. diary. With Paul Pearson. It's, it's to <laughs> take the things that, you know, he's learned and... I've learned and other guests and other future co-hosts have learned and to share them with others so that you can live and learn through us and exactly. our mistakes. And honestly, if you, whoever gets through this whole hour podcast, kudos to you guys are fucking insane. Yeah. If you get through this whole thing, text me. If <laughs> you get through this whole thing, DM me, let me know. He'll buy you lunch. I I'll swear buy to God, you he'll lunch. buy you lunch. I'll he buy you lunch. lunch. Whoever, whoever gets to the what end of this. What is it? This, AD Headington? At AD Headington on Instagram. <laughs> Let That's me awesome. know. I will uh, buy you At Paul you Pierce, lunch. just follow me. I won't buy you shit, but I'll give you a discount code. <laughs> I'll give you the exact same discount code if you follow <laughs> me, and you'll get lunch. But anyways, uh, Alex, it, it was awesome to get to know you these last six months. Uh, chat. Chat? What the fuck? People of uh, L2 Podcast, anybody <laughs> listen to this, I'm just hyped to be back, you guys. It's going to be more consistent. I don't want to put a like a every single day at 3 p.m. or once a week. Like I'll fucking sit down here when I feel like just... It felt when right, it feels to, pop, right to, to plop just, into these yeah, chairs to just, and to get to talking. Yeah, and to just vibe with people. Like, And then whenever somebody like important, obviously, comes, like Brian DeBobby is going to be coming on here, maybe Jeremy, maybe a couple other people, maybe some NFL people, you know who you are. You can listen to this. But anyways, um, yeah, just to have this as an outlet and a, a way to like be able to have people express how they're feeling now, how are they doing then, what they uh, learn, and like how they're living. And like for me, that's what I want in a podcast, and... I know that a lot of people just like talking about boobs, titties, and alcohol. Like, you do your own thing. But for me, it's just like if I can even give like one cent of value or something to where it makes you guys think, ah, that was kind of cool. Or wait, who was that person and what did he do? Like, relatable, like, relatable conversation on titties. Oh my God, I could get behind that. I mean, I don't know. We can do some ASMR now. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But yeah, you guys, I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, tune in when we fucking have one on. We'll we'll literally like probably post a boomerang, be like, hey, on here's our new episode. Come check us out, vibe with us. Uh, we are great when uh, you guys are taking road trips because uh, we're not boring. We're pretty fucking funny. And you know, what? music is kind of old. If you listen to the same song 500 times, Shakira like on blast, you'll probably go zone out. I've zoned out before from music, mm-hmm. but I've never. I honestly have never zoned out on podcasts. Nope. Which is and so that's weird. Uh, what's so funny is he started this off this conversation by saying you were one of the first person to like give me like written reviews about these podcasts. This is the whole thing, and I was like, yeah, because I didn't even these see the whole thing. podcasts <laughs> give you so much information, and they're so fun to listen to. So I encourage anyone who is listening out there just to. Keep an open mind, keep an open heart, and just kind of keep on listening. And yeah, yep. Well, that's our show for the day. Um, I'll hit you guys up whenever, uh, whenever we have something inspiring or somebody inspiring to chat about. So, peace. Later.